Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are you guys doing? Huh? Great. Lovely. Counting down the days till Christmas. We only got like a week and a half left. Holy crap, that snuck up on us, didn't it? I said that last week. Either way, the uh, the sentiment remains. In any case, we got uh, some some t- things to talk about as we wind down to semester and uh, Christmas break uh, going on for club hockey and action and, and the uh, junior hockey as well. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about these things as more. We do have some hockey to talk about. Uh, the Black Bears were in action. They went up to Danbury once again. Uh, to take on the junior hat tricks. Team Maryland had a game this week against the 87, uh, 87s. Yes, the 87s. Uh, Stevenson men trying to rally on to end their uh, fall semester. Army, Navy, game, Bay Bay. We will talk a little bit about that, as well as Maryland's men and Loyola's women, Stevenson ACHA. And uh, what happened with Towson this weekend? Talk about that and more. Start with the Black Bears, who were in uh, route to staying in the Northeast as uh, they played Northeast last week, came back home, and then went up to Danbury, Connecticut, I guess the cusp of the Northeast when you uh, look, about, look at a map. So uh, they went up to Danbury once again. Last time they were in Danbury, a big sweep. And this weekend, no different from that one, as the Black Bears had a sweep, but it was a little bit more difficult. Say what you will about Danbury. They are a scrappy team, and the standing probably doesn't... Uh, doesn't show this team and, and what they can bring to the table uh, game in and game out. Uh, but we'll start with Friday's game, Friday afternoon set in this one. I thought it was both afternoon games, but apparently the Saturday game was a uh, evening game, which helped me because of uh, work stuff. So we'll start with Friday afternoon and Maryland kind of going ahead and uh, trying to, to, I guess, force their will offensively like they have the past couple of weekends, getting a lot of chances, trying to clog up the neutral zone, uh, keeping the puck away from their own cage. And on Friday, it was Luca DePasco's cage. And, uh, you know, they did pretty good at the, at that in the first half as uh, they get the first tally on the board just about halfway through as Brandon Piku uh, gets a nice little pass over from uh, uh, Philip Tornquist. Tornquist uh, saw Piku. Piku kind of used the defenseman as a screen, put it past uh, the uh, goaltender, Adam Johnson. Uh, that's his 13th of the year for Piku. Uh, Philip Tornquist, fifth assist, secondary assist to Dimitri Hebrew for his fourth of the year. Uh, five minutes later to the dot, or four minutes later, rather, to the dot, Danbury gets back up as uh, Lukas Sukovic puts home a rebound off a Lukas Tashara shot, just kind of wide open to Pasco, kind of not much he could do on that one. That evens it at one. But uh, Maryland, again, trying to stay feisty, trying to get going. Matthew Davies, who was... You know, had two big shots, uh, two big shot blocks uh, in the earlier sequence of the period and then has just overall been jumping up in the play a lot from the blue line. Uh, he gets a goal as uh, Davies took a pass from Piku in the neutral zone, drove to the net hard, beat Adam Johnson high, 2-1 lead. And then guess what? No rest for the wicket on that one. 20 seconds later, right off the draw, Tyler Young picked up a loose puck in the slot, buried it home. And uh, that's a 3-1 lead on that one. Just bang, bang plays. Uh, Piku is 17th. Uh, Davies' is third goal. Uh, Piku is 17th assist. Kebrew is second assist of the game, his fifth of the year. And then Tyler Young, his second goal of the year. Connor Cole with his 18th assist. And uh, Leo Schwartz, who was inserted back in the lineup, uh, the affiliate player, has uh, got his third assist of the season. 3-1 to one going into the break. And uh, Danbury still trying to claw at things. And they, uh, they were trying to get things going in the second period. Uh, the penalty kill for Maryland had to be stellar. There's a lot of calls against Maryland um, this weekend. So their PK 
uh, has been pretty good in this one, and a lot of credit does uh, have to go to uh, assistant coach Dylan Schoen, who has been uh, mentoring this team very well on the PK, and it's killed off a lot, uh, a lot of chances for them this past weekend and and throughout the season. In all honesty, let's be honest here. So uh, Jake Howard, though, right after the uh, the PK. Four and four play, however, uh, the Jake Howard of Danbury goes down the sideboards, goes backhand on the Pasco, cutting across the net. Danbury is within one, three to two at that one. But quick to respond, uh, as we got 35 seconds after Howard's goal, Kevin Scott, who is somehow big man, gets uh, loose and all alone on the faceoff dot as a defenseman, pumps a wrist shot past Johnson, four to two on this one as Maryland gets it back. Uh, on that, but Andrew Eberling short-handed on this one. Uh, he uh, he he just picked the pocket. Maryland defender at the blue line went past the or at the uh, coming through the neutral zone. Uh, puts it by nine to Pasco. Short-handed marker four to three as we enter the third period. Again, early penalty kill, back-to-back penalties for Maryland. Uh, but the PK very strong. Didn't really. Uh, muster many shots did Dan Barry against the Pasco and then right after the second kill um, a turnover created by Tyler Young Ryan Bottrell goes up there weaves a pass over to Miles Gunty Miles Gunty puts it home and he had a couple of opportunities earlier in the frame and it finally pays off for this one as uh, that is Gunty's sixth goal of the season Ryan Bottrell 24 assists and Tyler Young with his fifth assist of the year Later on in the frame, though, Danbury does get within one. Turnover in the neutral zone again for Maryland. Three on one. Gabe Dombrowski found Michael Salandra on a nice little cross-ice pass to Pasco, kind of uh, left dead to rights on that one. Reached over, tried what he could, but he could not get there. Uh, and uh, five to four. And while uh, they tried Danbury, Maryland stayed strong, even with the extra attacker. Uh, and the uh, goalie pulled uh, on a power play situation. Next thing you know, boom. Uh, Maryland wins this one. Couple block shots, couple big saves. Five to four, the final in this one. Uh, DePasco twenty three saves in the winning effort, uh, and uh, he has uh, been very well. Played very well this first half of the season. Ten three and o two o six and a nine two o six goals against and a nine twenty eight save percentage. But he did yield the net on Saturday to Michael Morelli, who was equally as tremendous for the Black Bears as they take this one three to one. In the uh, in the Saturday evening matchup, kind of a direct uh, direct correlation in terms of Maryland just really getting on Danbury a lot, really out shooting them, really uh, trying to set the tone offensively, and it finally broke through just about halfway through 9:23 into the period. Jacob Brockman with really no space to shoot at Adam Johnson, pots at home. Uh, the uh, you know Danbury thought it would just run off the post and out. Maryland celebrating the back referee, and they had four referees in this game. My goodness gracious. Uh, and uh, they called it a goal. Just popped in, popped out. And that's Brockman's seventh. Bottrell with a, uh, his 25th assist on that one. It's one nothing. And then, hey, next thing you know, with uh, just under, uh, just about three minutes remaining in the, or just about four minutes remaining in the frame, uh, Kevin Scott, again, alone at the dot, puts it home. Five, fifth goal of the season for him. Brandon Piku, Connor Bennett on the assist. Uh, and that's two to nothing, Maryland, as they go into the break. Michael Morelli was tremendous in the first uh, ongoing. Uh, didn't get tested much, but when he was, he was out there. He made sure things uh, did not go awry. He uh, was very focused in this one uh, to start the game. Not 
not to say he wasn't he isn't in many of the other games but this one especially and it had to show in the second period again penalty troubles a big thing the four check of Danbury was really tough on them as uh, they kind of played on their heels in the start of the second period and really started to show Luke Van Wy got one early put Maryland on the PK and uh Danbury just started to just be relentless. They 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 possessed the puck very well. Maryland just slipped sliding all over the ice. It just seemed like they couldn't get a grip on the Danbury Ice Arena ice. Um, but bounces not going their way, but they held it off uh, very well. And then Connor Cole gets a nice little drop pass from Vlad Pelagosko, uh, and then there you go. Captain Cole gets his fifth of the season. Uh, Pelagosko his fourth assist, and Tyler Young his sixth assist. On of the year, three to nothing. But on the power play, the only blemish for Maryland's uh, penalty kill this one, and you go to the well too many times. Um, this is what happens. Uh, Ryan Johnson, his first NHL goal in the power play, just pass from Josh Burke over to the uh, top of the circles. Wires it past Morelli. Um, it's three to one in that one. But Maryland there again. The PK stood strong in the third period, and when I say stood strong, I don't mean just like ah they killed off it five straight. Penalties against Maryland. All the penalties in the third period went against Maryland. And the PK stood strong. They went five for five in the third period alone. So don't tell me anything about how Maryland's PK is not great. They are tremendous. But again, don't want to go to that well too many times, or else you know you're going to get burned more than that. And, you know, Michael Morelli called upon very well. He gets some stops here and there. Got a little lucky with a quick whistle and a puck that kind of squeaked behind him. But those are the breaks. You get those breaks every now and again. Um, so Morelli was strong in net. Defense was strong. Uh, blocking shots, getting in passing lanes, making sure no big threats get in there. No goals in the third period. That means it's a 3-1 to one final. Morelli, 33 saves in a big effort from him uh, as uh, Maryland sweeps this weekend. Now, it didn't help that New Jersey swept this weekend in Johnstown. Uh, so the, the standings still remain as such. New Jersey, 41 points. They are top of the East Division. Maryland, two games in hand against New Jersey, and uh, they are at 40 points on the year. And I have to say, overall, this has to be the best start, and I'm pretty sure this is the best start in Maryland Black Bears history. Um, I say that keeping a bit of an unofficial record, but this is something this team can be proud of as we get to almost the halfway point. And uh, this weekend, I think we'll mark the halfway point. I think there's 60 games this year. Um, so we'll be at 30 after the Johnstown weekend. Johnstown, uh, like I said, coming off a sweep, uh, getting swept by New Jersey. This is always a heated rivalry. This is always a big game. Um, a lot of things kind of identical. Uh, Johnstown, two games in hand on Maryland. They're at 29 points, sitting third. Um, but goals for 103 to 95 Maryland advantage goals against 75 to 79 Maryland advantage, um, rough and tumble team Maryland is, but you know, can't take that. But I think that this is going to be a good matchup to end the year. Uh, ticket.marylandblackbears.com. If you want to get there, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, it's going to be festive. It's going to be the last, uh, series of the 2021 uh, calendar year. Uh, before we get into, of course, New Year's and all that fun stuff that goes with it. So if you have the chance, go in there. And if you don't, uh, if you if you're like me and live very far away and can't get to the game, uh, Hockey TV's got it all. Alex Itano uh, with the call on that one. And why wouldn't you want to have him uh, serenading your living rooms Friday and Saturday nights, just the way uh, anyone intended? So tune in, check it out. 
Maryland's having a great year and just overall too. When you look at points wise, this team is uh, tied or, or third in the league behind New Jersey and Fairbanks, who are both tied for the league lead. So a great season so far and ended out on a strong note. Get some rest, build it back up after that. Team Maryland was in action on Friday afternoon. They traveled up to the Jersey Shore Arena and they took on the 87s. A uh, very heated, uh, a very good rivalry. I want to say heated. I think these teams do respect each other, and there's not really much, too much physical play uh, in this, or too much overtly physical play, I should say, um, on this one. But uh, Maryland, a team Maryland falls on this one, unfortunately, four to two. Uh, they got off to a good start though, four oh one in. Bobby Geyer on the power play uh, from Tommy Tracy and Patrick Doyle. Uh, good to see that power play working as well as it did, uh, taking the chances, especially against the 87s, who uh, don't give up many uh, power plays. Uh, so uh, to get that in there, pretty darn good. And they held them off. Uh, Jersey was striking after that. Uh, pretty good offensively for them. But uh, then Andrew Walsh with uh, 3.59 left, even strength. He ties the score at one apiece. Going into the second period, uh, Jersey just – you know, they, they kind of play a layback atmosphere. Maryland very much held that offense at bay in terms of getting chances, keeping them to the outside, not letting them uh, not letting them attack too much on John Werber. Uh, but still, New Jersey is the champions for a reason. They they ran rough shot on the division and have uh, been pretty solid in the past couple games uh, leading up to this one. They had run three straight going into this game. And uh, at 11.25, Robbie Seawagon on the power play. You can't give this team power plays or they'll make you pay. That's 2-1 to one New Jersey on this one. But luckily, uh, 18 seconds later, Patrick Doyle, even strength, right off the faceoff there from Bobby Geyer. 2-2 two to two game. Just wheeling it down. Quick movement. Don't want to give up too much. You want to have a, a strong uh, shift after. That's exactly what Team Maryland did on this one. However, another power play given up and another power play goal as uh, Tobin Winslow uh, puts it uh, New Jersey up 3-2 to two in this one uh, with 5-15 remaining. That's how it ended in the second. And then Maryland, again, trying to get uh, get things going, trying to get that equalizer. But Jake Rock uh, of the 87s, 409 in the third period, beats Werber. It's 4-2. to two. Uh, Maryland tried to claw back again, trying to get the chances, trying to get uh, stuff and stuff late. But New Jersey uh, didn't give an inch, didn't really uh, play into that game. Um, and then there you go. That's all she wrote. 4-2 to two, the final for team. Maryland Werber with 23 saves in this one team Maryland now has a uh it's a another another fantastic uh showcase we got Tuesday Wednesday Thursday the uh NBA on TNT uh no uh Tuesday Wednesday Thursday they'll take on uh Seacoast the Spartans uh the New Hampshire team and Railers HC in those games and we'll talk about all of those next week as we look at team Maryland right now 17 10 and 0 Good for uh, first place in the South Division so far, but on a bit of a three-game skid right now. Four wins in the last ten games. Uh, New Jersey's right behind them, 29 points, just five points behind them. So the offense for Maryland is there. They are uh, the only team at 100 goals so far in the EHL. So, I mean, you, you know the offense is there. Uh, the problem is they have given up the most goals in the South Division at 77. So it's not necessarily the best look for them while they do score a lot of goals and their, you know, their uh, goal differential is plus 23, which is uh, good for uh, fourth in the league. 
Um, it's still not one of those uh, not, not one of those things you want to test tempt fate on in this. So the offense is there. Defense probably just has to round out a little bit. Uh, but Josh Fusco has been in this before. He's he's uh, not been a uh, a stranger to all this, and I'm sure he can write this ship as we get into the uh, showcase and then into the holiday break. We'll touch on some Stevenson University men's hockey as they had a one game this week up in Colmar, Pennsylvania, as they took on Arcadia University. And the uh, the good times don't stop rolling for this uh, Stevenson men's team as they won their sixth straight game, three to nothing in this one. And it got started off really quick. Seth Bergeron, former Maryland Black Bear for a smidge, gets his uh, gets himself a goal, one uh, eleven into the game. Uh, he goes ahead, puts it on Mac Lowry and Alex Rivet on the uh, assist. Uh, and, you know, that's how things kind of rolled in this one. As uh, nothing happened in the first period outside of that. Shots pretty even, 11-10. Pretty even game offensively all the way around. Um, second period, no scoring there. But Arcadia starting to boost up their, thing, boost up their offense. 13 shots in this one. Stevenson matched back. With 12 shots of their own, Ryan Kenny stellar in net in this one. Arcadia, try as they might, kept pressuring in the third period, but it was uh, Stevenson who popped home a couple goals first. 7.47 in the third, Liam McCanny, who has had a great couple of weeks here, pots home the power play goal. Aiden Graham and Ryan Patrick on the assist. And then with uh, 55 seconds remaining, Frank Vitucci pots home the empty netter. Patrick and Graham on the assist again, and that's all she wrote in this one. 33 saves for Ryan Kenny, and uh, yeah, Stevenson goes ahead, pots themselves a shutout, pots themselves an eighth uh, or sixth straight win to finish out the fall semester, and uh, no no strange uh, bedfellows on this one as uh, Ryan Kenny gets some big awards. He gets the UCHC Goaltender of the Week. <laughs> As uh, he goes ahead, 33 saves in his only uh, only game in UCHC action uh, this weekend. So I mean, you gotta you gotta like that one, don't you? And then Ryan Kenny and Seth Bergeron gets themselves MAC Players of the Week. Uh, gotta like that, you know. Ryan Kenny, of course, 33 saves. Uh, Seth Bergeron, uh, he got himself the game-winning goal minute into this thing. He's got. Uh, Two goals on the season, pretty darn good for this uh, for this young man from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, and there we go. Stevenson now on semester break. They'll come back uh, January seventh when things will resume for them. The women will start back up on the second, I do believe. Like no rest for the wicked. Right after New Year's, they're on it. So there we go with Stevenson. But really. Yeah, I, I, you put this, you, you put this kind of in the middle, because you want this night, you want the delicious, you want the, mm, the huh, right there, the bulk of it in the middle. That's what we got. Army, Navy, a game like no other, as they went to the, uh, the rink American dream, dust the road, baby, hard times, baby. But uh, no, not necessarily. As uh, they go to uh, the old, I think it's the old Brendan Byrne Izod Center Arena that uh, was the home of the New Jersey Devils. It is now a mall. So it was formerly a ski rink. Now it's a mall. 
And uh, Army, Navy, and in the shadows of where the Army-Navy football game was, where Navy won the football game, 17-13. And it was almost that much for Navy uh, as they win 7-3 to over uh, Army's D2 squad. And uh, you know what? It was a little bit... The first period was all Navy in this one. It was all all Navy. Started 50, 51 seconds in as Nathan Heidenpotts his eighth of the year from Evan Adams... And Sean Ostrowski, um, you got it like that. That qu- those quick dividends right there. Nathan Hyden wasn't done. Uh, three minutes and five seconds later, Potts is second of the game, ninth of the year, puts Navy up two to nothing. How about that? Good quick results there. Then what we got there? Minutes after that, Nick Allen with his sixth goal of the season on the power play. Brendan Reynolds his eighth assist. Then uh, Porter Marco gets in on it on the power play. Uh, His first collegiate goal gets from John Mullen and Jack Burke on the power play. Then next thing you know, the the hits just keep on coming for uh, for Navy. As Anders Gilbranson, his first of the year from Allen and uh, Austin Hogan. Then Allen on the power play again. Right off the bat there, his seventh of the year from Ostrowski and Reynolds. Six to nothing. Army did get one back as uh, Kai Holm gets his second of the year uh, late in the period to put Army uh, on the board. And it was six to one going into the intermission. And then things changed a little bit. Then things changed. Navy got into some penalty troubles. Uh, Army started to attack a little bit more. They outshot Navy 16 to seven by this count sheet here. Um, and they got on them. But after all the penalties subsided in this one, uh, Calvin McKee, his fifth of the year for Army, puts it 6-2. to two. But then Navy coming right back on that one. Just a minute and 31 later, uh, we have ourselves a Thomas uh, Kristinich sighting, his third of the year. Markle with his, uh, with his third assist of the season. It's 7-2. Seven to, seven to two. And then Army gets one back late, 105 remaining. Benjamin Gosser with his third of the year. 7-3 into the final frame. And then a neutral zone battle, it seemed. Seemed like a little bit of a neutral zone battle. As uh, next thing you know, here comes uh, here comes just 7-1 on shots, Army, uh, according to the ACHA score log. But no goals in this one in the third period. Goaltender standing strong. And uh, even uh, Chaz Doherty, uh, he got himself uh, into the net. And he got himself in a seven-save performance in the third period as he replaced Casey McCormick, who had 24 saves. Navy wins. Navy wins. Sing second, gentlemen. And that's how we have it right here. Um, a good showing for Navy in this one. You had to think that there was a lot of pride on the line between the Army Navies. Uh, penalty trouble almost kind of bit things in the end for uh, for Navy, but they held off and you know they converted on their power plays. Uh, even though they only had uh, they only had three power plays, and all three they converted. They went three for three on their power plays. So huge on that one. Uh, and they go into their semester break. They won't play again until January 21st, a big, big break for them. Uh, Well-deserved. Rest up. Uh, get your finals done and get going. And uh, hopefully, once you guys take your leave, you get called back. We have a nice little fun second-half run here in the ECHA. The Maryland men went up to uh, Pagulia Ice Arena and uh, took on Penn State, and this was a uh, this was a battle. 
This one was a battle. Now the, the shots are funny uh, in this one because it was uh, two to one shots in the first, three to nothing shots in the third, in the second, uh, and then forty six twenty nine in the third. I'm pretty sure that's a typo. Pretty sure that last one's a typo. But they go up to Penn State and Maryland uh, does not win this one uh, on Friday night, nine to one the final. Penn State just um, yeah, just kind of deflating Maryland. In this one. It got started good for Maryland. They were going back and forth. They were holding their own. Uh, they were getting things done. And the next thing you know, uh, Liam Eden, his ninth of the year from Hunter Airy, uh, with just under three minutes remaining, gives Maryland a quick lead. And that's where it stopped <laughs> being fun uh, for Maryland. Brian Nelson, uh, 37 seconds later, his second of the year, ties the game. And then, wow, my voice cracked there. Uh, Matthew Owens getting a little, you know, a little worked up on this one. Um, with uh, nine seconds remaining, Matthew Owens, six of the year, goes to the locker room, two to one for Penn State, and then Penn State again took advantage of things in the second period. Justin Strobel, his second of the year, 408 in, uh, and then, uh, you know, back and forth holding them off. Michael Leone with his fourth of the year, just half past the halfway mark, and then with 310 remaining in the frame, Adam Johnson, his second of the year, it's five to one at this point, and then the piling on uh, continued. Uh, Joe DeLaurinaitis with his seventh of the season, just about four minutes into the third period. Uh, Michael Leone, his second of the game, fifth of the season. Then Alexander Riggle, his third of the year. And then uh, Steve Elvolino, first of the year. And that was what will do it on that. Nine to one, the finale on this one. Uh, Evan Jones, 42 saves, it says here, even though they have... Uh, They've marked – okay, I guess he is the starter. They do it odd. They put the – well, no, because the italicized guys are supposed to be starters, right? So why is uh, Patelier starting there? Anyway, point is this, 9-1 to in the final in this one. Saturday afternoon game, uh, a little bit better game for Maryland, um, a little bit more tamer in this one, uh, but 4-1 to was the finale in this one. Uh, no scoring in the first period. Uh, a couple of power plays that Maryland had could not connect on that, and um, – goes for not and then Maryland gets into a little bit of penalty trouble uh two straight penalties after that in the second period uh but nothing converted uh and just after the uh Ray McNamara cross checking expired Ray Long Ryan Long for Penn State gets them on the board one nothing with his seventh of the year Maryland continuing to uh, pressure back trying to get some kind of offense against this Penn State team uh, going into the third period but Alec Conley with his fifth of the year for Penn State halfway through the period Puts them up two to nothing, and then uh, Joseph De, uh, Delia, with his first of the year, uh, going in on that makes it three nothing Penn State. Liam Eden, captain, trying to get him back into it uh, for a last uh, a last ditch effort, gets his tenth of the season from Ray McNamara, whose second assist of the year, with uh, just about five minutes remaining. But then Matthew Owens with one eleven pots home his seventh, and that's the end of the game. Four to one the final. Uh, Jones again. 38 saves in this one as uh, Maryland goes uh, drops a little bit, and that's, you know, it happens. They're on semester break now. Finals coming up January 21st is when these uh, Terps men will come back to action, and we will hope to see if they can, uh, you know, get it. They, they had a hot streak there for a bit, very hot and cold season for this squad. Let's see if they can't turn that first faucet on very hot, and let's see what can roll on this one. The women's D2. Uh, second ranking of the season was announced, and uh, the uh, Southeast Division 
is uh, is posted, and that's where the Maryland Maryland teams are. Uh, U.S. Naval Academy, they are second in the Southeast Division, right behind University of Delaware. They get five invitations on this one. So uh, Navy doing some work this season. They've been off, and they'll be off until uh, the 21st. So uh, hopefully when they come back, only a few games to prove themselves uh, to stay in that top five and go from there. Loyola uh, is sixth, University of Maryland 11th, and Towson 13th in the Southeast region. Speaking of Loyola, they had a game this week uh, against Penn, and it was actually against um, against Penn's uh, – the. it was actually the last game at home for Penn this season. There, I got it out. Um, but unfortunately – no uh no score no score right here nothing in terms of what happened i know the game was played uh the play by play guy uh got himself a puck uh sam fryman it was great but no score i have no idea who scored who won anything so we will hopefully uh figure this out knowingly about what happened this past weekend with loyola and uh, away we go on uh, on that one so uh they are on a break as well Ja- um, July or January 22nd is when Loyola is back in action, and uh, we will have to see if they can pick it up. They've had again another hot and cold kind of week, and they'll take on Navy uh, on the or actually the 28th. Or is it 28th or 22nd? I got two different. I had ACHA telling me 22nd. I got the uh, DVCHC telling me 28th. Let's just make it the 25th and then split the difference on that. Stevenson's ACHA team they took the ice this weekend in an exhibition. Uh, matchup against Rowan's D3 team, and uh, it was uh, it was a tight, tight, tight contest. But uh, in the end, Stevenson drops this one uh, five to two to Rowan, and uh, and uh, they're getting goals from uh, Jonah Carlson, who got the first goal of the game in the second, uh, right before the end of it, uh, and then Chris Robinson in the third. Uh, gets himself a goal, making it 5-2, but Rowan too much, and that is the final. They're also doing prospects as well. They're making some commitments for their ACHA team known uh, this week. So check out U, uh, SU ACHA Hockey for uh, more on their uh, on the guys that are coming in, Austin Hill and uh, Noah Friesen, the most notable of there. And then also, if you want to check it out, go to their Prospect Day Skate, March 5th and 9th at the uh, Sportplex and go ahead and talk to Coach Ergo about that. Towson University, they were supposed to have some games. They were supposed to have some games, but due to a, uh, some COVID issues, some sickness issues, they were both canceled. Um, and there was supposed to be semester break until the 14th. But I looked on ACHA, and it looks like there is a rogue game uh, tomorrow, or today, Tuesday, against the RIT Tigers. We will see if this is a true game or not. I do not know what's going on. Seems kind of weird. Seems kind of sus. But it looks like we got ourselves a game. So uh, Towson and RIT will do battle. And then after that, the semester break happens. Um, I just read it wrong. I thought I thought when they said December 14th, I'm like, no way they're playing a Wednesday game. And then they're going to semester break. It's got to be, be January 14th, right? Apparently not. So there is that one. Um, so that's, that's the teams. So obviously after we get done the teams, we got to go to the players. I'm going to start with, uh, Mr. Bryce Montgomery, you know, a nice little, uh, I retweeted a nice little short, uh, video thing that they had 
the young uh, player from Alabama, and pretty much shows why representation matters in hockey. Uh, you know, a young young man from Alabama, young JJ, uh, trying to get into the sport. Didn't see any uh, black players, brown players out there, and a lot of people, you know, being scum, saying, "Ah, this, you can't play this game." Blah 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 blah. Saw Bryce Montgomery play, and then you know the, they've been uh, buddies ever since. And Bryce giving him a nerd of advice, just like, hey, listen, uh, you can play this game. And Bryce is doing a great job at it and being a great ambassador uh, at such a, such a young age, too. So you got to like that uh, being able to, to teach the new generation, even when you're in a younger generation, uh, that this, you know, you can make this path, you can forge that path, too, and go to Chesapeake HW Pod for the retweet on that one. Very well done uh, in, uh, in that sphere. Uh, we'll start with uh, Nicholas Bondra. Why not, right? Let's start with him because we haven't talked about him a lot this year. Uh, the Annapolis uh, native is in his fourth season at uh, the Amherst College, D3. Two, two goals, two assists so far in six games as he uh, looks at, to end his eligibility. 5'10 forward. We'll have to see where he goes from here. He does have uh, the Slovakian uh, card, the nationality card. He might go over there after things are done, or he might stay close to home, do the ECHL thing. We'll have to see where Nick Bondra's career um dissolves from after college is done. Dissolves such a bad bad terminology on that one, but uh for lack of a better term, I used it there. Um boy howdy. We had a big, big week from Big Patrick Giles. Um on Wednesday against Northeastern. Uh sorry, against Brown. A goal and two assists as BC beat uh it beat Brown five to two and then uh in a tie game against uh BU one goal for him. So two goals, two assists in his games this weekend. So uh, that puts up uh, Giles at eight goals and four assists here in his uh, what appears to be senior season. He has that COVID year he can use as well if he wants to stay and go on from there. So uh, the Chevy Chase native making his mark in this one. Aaron Donzo and net for Green Bay. Um... Had a, had a rough outing on uh, Saturday night against the Madison Capitals. Uh, lost 4-1, to one, but made 37 saves in that one. His only game of the weekend as uh, he drops to 6-7-1 and one on the season. Andrew Takis, however, had himself a big weekend. Two wins, more two more wins for him. Uh, Saturday, a little bit better than Sunday. Saturday, the uh, 26 saves in a one, uh, gave up one goal on that one. Uh, or Friday, rather, than Saturday's game. Woof, that was a back-and-forth battle between uh, uh, Johnstown and New Jersey. New Jersey was down, I want to say, 3-1. Come crawling back to win 6-5. Tack has only made 19 saves, but he still gets the dub. Dub's a dub. Uh, in the end, 15-4-1 and one for Mr. Takis. As he gets to his uh, his final uh, season in the NAHL, and uh, doing pretty good for the Titans, being pretty much the rock they needed uh, to, I guess, keep this win streak and to see his evolution after being in Maryland and then going to the USHL for a stint, getting that knowledge and coming back down and becoming a better goalie in Amarillo was a pretty pretty interesting turn of events to see for the uh, Dunkirk slash Bowie native. Uh, former Dermatha stag in that one as well. 
So that's it. We've done it. Another week gone. You guys have yourself a wonderful weekend. Hey, if you didn't check it out, clutchandcrabhockey.com has some things. And my write-up is there, but my write-up is also on the MarylandBlackBears.com. Check out either site. Check them both out. Get us some page views. We could use that. It's called. It helps us with ad revenue. Not me. I don't do ad revenue. Um, I do it purely for exposure. That's a lie. I just don't know how to market myself. In any case, I'll mark it right here. Chesapeake HW Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, FOHS Radio on Instagram and Facebook for Johnny P's Pictures. And he will have a set up uh, next week because they're in town. They're against Johnstown. So we will see how that comes out, how it all develops, not only his pictures, but the uh, last weekend of 2021 for the Maryland Black Bears before they go on a couple-week break for holidays. So we will catch up with them next week. We'll catch up with you next week. And you guys, be good. Uh, this has been, uh, I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week. On the Face Off Hockey Show, Media Faction Podcast Monsters.com. And uh, all the fun stuff that goes along with that. You can get us on any kind of downloadable things. And obviously you've done that because you've downloaded the show. I don't have to tell you where to get it. Again, the socials, Chesapeake HW Pod, Facebook and Twitter. And uh, until then, stay safe, stay healthy, uh, play that clutch and crab hockey, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace.